0: Cancer Advances, a Cleveland Clinic podcast for medical professionals, exploring the latest innovative research and clinical advances in the field of oncology. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cancer Advances. I'm your host, Dr. Dale Shepard, a medical oncologist here at Cleveland Clinic overseeing our toxic phase one and sarcoma programs. Today, I'm happy to be joined by Nicole Peters, executive director of Elisano, an initiative to raise money for innovative cancer research here at Cleveland Clinic. She's here today to talk to us about Bellisano. So, welcome, Nicole.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. So, just to start, give us a little bit of an idea. What, what is your role here at Cleveland Clinic? What do you What do you do?
1: Well, I do oversee the Velisano Initiative uh, for Cleveland Clinic, and as you said, you know it's a it's our major fundraiser for cancer research that um, Cleveland Clinic executes. So, um, when it started, it was a bike ride um, where, you know, people are registering and committing to raise a certain amount of money depending on the distance that they're riding. And then we had other ways that you could get involved as well. And then, you know, as it evolved, we realized that, um, you know, this was a great opportunity to invite the entire community to get involved, not only here in Northeast Ohio, but nationwide and and really globally because of how everyone has been impacted by cancer in some way or another. And so, you know, within three or four years, it really grew from, you know, our weekend bike ride to a year-round initiative where we, you know, really are striving to raise money in that year-round effort to support, as we say, life-saving cancer research at Cleveland Clinic.
0: There we go. And Mm -hmm. before we get too far along, there's a lot of a uh, lot of things you see about 100%, so mm-hmm. tell me why we use the all of this 100% uh, language.
1: That's really the key, you know, when we tell um you know someone that we're trying to see if they would like to be involved or even talking to a potential partner, when you share that 100% of the dollars that are raised all goes to cancer research here at Cleveland Clinic, that just people are very inspired by that and it's, you know, I think a lot of times um you know Sometimes people aren't sure, you know, when they give, where's the money going? And the fact that we can say 100% all supports the cause, that means a lot to everyone that's involved and people that are we're talk- we talking to about um, potentially getting involved. And the way that we can give 100% to research is thanks to all of the amazing partners of Bike to Cure Weekend. Uh, we have 50 to 60 corporate partners that, you know, vary in support Um, on their um, how much they are supporting and it could be a monetary value or it could be an in kind gift that is something that we would be buying, you know, to um, help put on the event. Um, So all of that offsets our operational costs allows us to run our website, you know, do the major event weekend um, give people tools for fundraising different things like that so that we can give that 100% back to research.
0: And I think the uh, the really important thing is you have used the term partners, not sponsors. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's something that's been outstanding with this event. They really are partners. Yes. And they really do roll up their sleeves and they're part of the initiative.
1: They, they really are. And, you know, we're we're always following up, you know, um, can we give you more visibility? Can we do more, you know, things to to promote you? And it's overwhelmingly we are just happy to be a part of this and to support something that makes an impact, a positive impact for so many people. So it's just a a really inspirational and moving um, relationship I would say that we have with our partners and they're like family, you know, And, and they really, they go above and beyond, you know, just, the the general support and are always looking for different ways of how can we help you bring in more money and how can we help you get more visibility and and all of those things so it's really like you said an amazing partnership
0: yeah how long have we been at this
1: so we're in our ninth year now which is amazing can't believe it yeah yeah
0: so as we set this up everyone sort of scratched their head when this first was uh was was brought up as, as coming in as an event, and um, it really has blossomed. But mm-hmm. what were the biggest barriers and how do we overcome them?
1: Well, you know, getting started and relying on that partnership support to launch everything, I mean, that was a, a huge effort. And, you know, thanks to our founder, Stuart Cole, Um, He really is the one that made this possible. He made a a generous donation to Cleveland Clinic to get this initiative up and running. And then um, the amazing networks of people here in Northeast Ohio help us to get the word out, help bring on those core partners in that initial year to help us get everything launched. Um, And then, um, so that was a big effort. And then really, you know, um, the fundraising component. A lot of people, um, you know, have never... Um, you know, ask someone to to donate to them and help support them in something that they're looking to raise money um, to support. So we do all that we can to, you know, put, put it in terms where it's, you know, if you're trying to raise $100, let's say, that's asking four friends to donate $25 to you. And then even breaking that down even further... If somebody goes to Starbucks five days a week and they're buying a $5 coffee, skip your Starbucks run for the week and donate that to me instead and know that 100% of your donation is supporting cancer research. So I think once people dip their toe in the water, share the message and see how willing their friends and family are to give, um, especially when they share that 100% message, you know, that's the barrier. But once they once they try it, everyone is pleasantly surprised at the response
0: so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about other ways to measure impact and and things like that, but of course, dollars is a really simple way to to measure success, right? So um, brag a little how much have we raised?
1: <laughs> so we we announce the total every November. so um, right now we the dollar that we're referencing is what we've raised over our first eight years, and it's not what we've raised. It's what the you know our community has raised to support Velisano. And that community thus far has raised over $30 million. And obviously, 100% of that has supported research here. And now, in our eight years, um, over 200 cancer research projects have been funded. Um, so it's just been very humbling. Um, yeah, that's to, outstanding. You know, right.
0: And, and with the money that has been used to fund research, that has also brought in additional money. Is that correct?
1: Correct. So one of the um, the types of projects that we fund, um, it's a pilot award or a pilot grant. And, you know, those are really funding um, new ideas that need this Kickstart money to allow them to get their new idea going and then show results to hopefully then bring in additional support from um extramural sources so NIH or foundation grants or different things so and that is definitely working so with that 30 million the projects that have been funded in our early years have brought in an additional 22 million in um government or different support so the total impact of Velisano now is over 52 million
0: It's impressive. Mhm. What kind of research is being funded?
1: So that's the other great story, is it really spans multiple research types. Many of the projects that get funded are those that can actually benefit multiple cancer types as well, which I think is an important story to share with those who are being impacted by cancer. But on our um, website, we have our impact report, and you can see a full rundown of, you know, how many brain cancer studies we funded or, You know how many clinical trials there have been how many pediatric research projects have been supported and it really does run the gamut and we also do a lot of projects that fund rare cancers, um, because we you know that's a definite priority within Cleveland clinic as well, Um, the other great story to share is the you know the dollars. aren't just limited to one institute within Cleveland Clinic or, you know, limited to TOSIG, you know, the women's health team, the Lerner Research Institute, you know, South Point Hospital has received funding. So it's really um, does span not only multiple cancer types, but anyone doing research at Cleveland Clinic has the opportunity to receive these funds. And that goes down to Cleveland Clinic, Florida, everywhere.
0: And then in terms of types of research, if people have an interest in funding basic science there are opportunities and clinical trials there's opportunities there's screening trial has been mm-hmm. um, and so it's so really a little bit of something for everyone right so mm-hmm. that's, that's great
1: including you being funded
0: i have mm-hmm. been a grateful supporter. actually <laughs> in, in all fairness that was uh that was extremely helpful because as you mentioned sometimes you have you have the ability to do something if only you have a little bit of a bump to do that mm-hmm. so and you mentioned rare cancers so I was the grateful recipient of an impact award and was able to open five clinical trials as a result and were able to provide treatment options for patients who wouldn't have had them otherwise. Mm So, um, so pretty powerful. Yes. Before we get too far along, how can people participate?
1: The main way we raise the majority of the dollars is through our bike to cure weekend. So that's a great way to get involved. Um, We have rides ranging from six miles all the way up to 100 miles and if you haven't been on your bike in a while you can totally do it and the the six mile guardian city loop ride is a great way to get started it's also um, our lowest fundraising commitment um, for any of our distances it's a 500 commitment and you have until october 1st to raise those funds so you have a nice long extended period to raise the money Um, And if you're 24 or younger, you can actually get a 50% discount on your fundraising commitment. So... Um, for any of our young listeners out there, that is a great a great option if you 're not ready to get on your bike uh, but you do want to fundraise, you can register as a virtual fundraiser um, and you have all the same tools and assets to help you with your fundraising. You have a personal page on our website and and can join a team and you can also join a team as a volunteer. We need over one thousand volunteers to help us put on ride weekend and it 's such an amazing experience. As we talked with our relationship with our partners, the relationship between the volunteers and the riders on ride weekend is, is just an amazing thing to witness. Um, People create relationships that have carried on now over these eight years, we have consistent volunteers that have returned year over year to work the same rest stop or work at the main venue, Um, you know, it really becomes part of um, what they look forward to every year. Um, So Bike to Cure is a great opportunity. We also have Trike and Bike, uh, which is a series of community-based rides for kids. So it's for kids ages 3 to 12. And all the dollars those kids raise all goes to pediatric cancer research at Cleveland Clinic Children's. So it's a great way if you have young children um, and want to get them involved and want to educate them or expose them to the power of giving back. This is a great way to um, introduce them to that. Um, there's a twenty-five dollar fundraising commitment there for those kids, and we have kids that are raising ten thousand dollars. So it's it's again, if you're looking to be inspired, um, this is this is a great a great way to do that.
0: And this year's uh, six-year-old on a tricycle is uh, future hundred-mile ride.
1: That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> now. We, you know we hear lots of uh, of course negative uh things that have happened as a result of covid but we had a brief pause in the ride itself and and there were a lot of people previously said well i'd love to get involved but i don't get on a bike mm-hmm. so so how did that actually help us from the ability to get more people involved
1: yep. so we you know from the beginning we had a virtual participation option but it was hard to explain or or it was hard for people to wrap their head around like, well, how do I do that? And what do I do? So, you know, with COVID, we did go completely virtual that year, we we still encouraged people, we sent out jerseys, you know, we encouraged people to get registered. And it allowed us to really showcase how you can think about participating virtually. You know, we coined the phrase, you can fundraise anytime, anywhere, and in any way you choose. You know, so if you're not a if you're not a cyclist or you aren't crazy about getting on a bike, you can run, you know, and you can say, I'm going to do five, five K's over the next five months. And as part of that, I'm raising money for cancer research, donate to me. So you can still join a team as a virtual fundraiser, but choose whatever activity, you know, means the most to you. We had people um, doing cross stitch, you know, like needlepoint. point. Um, we had people kayaking, rollerblading. I mean, it was, it was, Awesome. And it's really allowed us to harness what we saw and how people were reacting to that and now still push that out to say, here's examples of how like if you're in Texas, you can still be a part of this and you can register to ride and do your ride down in Texas or you can do, you know, walk your dog. You know, it's really whatever you want to make it.
0: You mentioned Texas. As I recall, we we get participation from nearly every state, is mm-hmm, that right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, whether it be participation or we definitely get donations from every state, but we span now um, 36 states in terms of people actually fundraising actively and participating.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. You talked a little bit about this before, but you know we talked about the impact in terms of money. We talked about 200 projects funded. Mm-hmm. What about personal connections and... You know, patients with cancer, their loved ones, they sometimes feel, you know, a little bit helpless. And Mm -hmm. this really has brought about, you know, sort of an ability for people to feel like they're helping out and doing something. So talk, talk a little bit about that sort of impact.
1: And I think, you know, that's why ride weekend means so much to people because you're not only raising the money, but then you're coming together with this community that is all passionate about the same thing. And you're doing an activity and most participants are pushing themselves. You know, we have people riding 50 miles that this is the only time all year long they're gonna get on their bike and ride 50 miles. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> so, you know, you're you're pushing yourself to to show how much you care about if it's your family member or a friend, or maybe even you. And it gives you that sense of purpose, that sense of I am doing something. And you showcase that and why you're doing it. And when people see that, that is why they give to you. And then when you are that fundraiser and you see that outpouring of how people want to support you, it provides healing. It provides hope. And it gives you that purpose to say, this is why I am doing this. And I am making a difference. And When, when you have someone that's battling cancer or someone that's, you have lost, you, you need that, you know, you need that to help you through that, that phase and continue to help you through what, whatever you're going through to celebrate, you know, someone who has survived or to carry on the memory of somebody that you've lost.
0: And so Bike to Cure Weekend, we actually provide an opportunity for people to get together, is that correct?
1: Yes, so we are super excited. Our first six years, we had a kickoff party, you know, to really get the weekend going, that was on Friday night, and then um, Ride Day on Saturday. And, um, when COVID hit, you know, obviously we went completely virtual and then in our year eight, we came back live, but you know, just to still be a little cautious, we decided no kickoff party, you know, we'll just focus on ride day. So we're super excited to have our kickoff party back this year. Um, it's Friday evening, it opens up at four, runs till about nine o'clock We have a program, usually from about 7 to 7.30, where we really, you know, thank everyone and drive home, you know, why we are all here together. Um, and really get people inspired for riding the next day, but it's just a, it's an awesome gathering. It's outside. We're down in downtown Cleveland, um, on mall B, which is the green space above the convention center. Uh, we put up tents, we have amazing food. It's all you can eat and drink. When you register to ride, you get two tickets to that. People can purchase extra tickets if they want. Um, and it's just a, it's just a great way to kick off the weekend And then uh, Saturday, you know, the venue opens up at six in the morning, our rides get rolling at seven in the morning, we have breakfast, and then everything transitions over to an awesome lunch when all the riders are coming back, and it's very festive. And it's just, it's a celebration of what's been accomplished.
0: You're doing amazing things, Nicole.
1: (laughs) Well, it's not just me. There are so many people. And I mean, really, for, for those listening, like, there are so many people involved with this and dedicated to this. And... Um, including our very own Dr. Shepard right here. So we could not do this without the support of so many people. And we're so very grateful for that.
0: Well, thank you for the insight. Is there a particular website you'd like to point people to to learn more?
1: Sure. If you go to velasano.org and it's V-E-L-O-S-A-N-O.org. And um, everything you need to know is at your fingertips. And you can always contact us too. We are always here to help.
0: Very good. Well, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much. To make a direct online referral to our Toxic Cancer Institute, complete our online cancer patient referral form by visiting clevelandclinic.org slash cancerpatientreferrals. You will receive confirmation once the appointment is scheduled. This concludes this episode of Cancer Advances. You will find additional podcast episodes on our website, clevelandclinic.org slash canceradvancespodcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget, you can access real-time updates from Cleveland Clinic's Cancer Center experts on our ConsultQD website at consultqd.clevelandclinic.org cancer. Thank you for listening. Please join us again soon.